and welcome to season six, episode five of the Tony Time podcast, where I'm chatting to lovely bride-to-be Jess, who's had a very interesting route on the wedding planning, initially thinking that when they got engaged in Disneyland, that they would get married in Disneyland, even maybe the same week. That then changed to get married in the UK and also involved three postponements. So on this week's episode, we are talking about how it feels to be engaged over the period of four years through many different seasons and actually planning a wedding for each one. before I start this week's podcast I just wanted to say thank you so much to everyone who is listening and popping me comments over on Instagram and just to let you know that if you would like to be featured on the Tony Time podcast all you need to do is pop me a message on Instagram at Tony Time podcast. Hi Jess welcome to the podcast. Hello thank you so much for having me. (laughs) You're welcome. I am excited to chat to a fellow northerner. I feel like your accent is very similar to mine. It makes me feel a bit more normal. Yeah, it is. I, I always feel like when I listen to, when I've listened to other brides, I'm like, oh, they sound so posh. And I, I just sound common as muck. Oh, you don't? I love your accent. I think a northern accent is definitely like a friendly accent. So let's start off by chatting about your engagement story, because you guys got engaged at Disney World in yeah. 2018 which seems like so long ago now doesn't it oh it seems like I know I just like can't believe I'm still obsessed with my engagement ring but I can't believe I've had it for like three years it's just flown by yeah I bet so yeah how did that all work out yeah so we got engaged in Magic Kingdom which is where the like castle is and um, we'd been before, so we, Aaron and I actually booked to go on holiday together before it was even a thing. Really? <laughs> um, yeah, so we were like part of the same friendship group and we were like early 20s and we all wanted to go to Florida and we booked as a group and Aaron and I weren't together um, at the time he like had another girlfriend. <laughs> okay. Um, and there were two other couples so two of my friends who both had partners Partners. and yeah we all went as a group of six and I remember when Aaron and I got together like I think we booked a holiday in October and then in the January we got together and my friends were like do not break up before we go on this holiday like you will ruin it and then (laughs) six six years later we're still we're still going strong but yeah we went to Florida and we had the best time but we just knew that we wanted to go back on our own like as soon as we came home we were looking again for more holidays to go out there because we just absolutely loved it so we went back on our own in 2018 and um just had the best time before we kind of went like a few of my friends were like he's definitely going to propose and we'd had the conversation by that point that we wanted to get like engaged and we wanted to get married but we just didn't know when we didn't get engaged until like day eight of the holiday so I genuinely thought, like, I hadn't got my hopes up, but the first day that we got there, we saw someone literally get down on one knee in front of the castle. 
and I was like oh you know like it's so so sweet but as the days went by I thought I don't think it's gonna happen because it didn't Um, happen at the beginning yeah and as well Aaron and I we've always shared bank accounts literally from moving in we we got a mortgage together within the first year of being together and we've always shared bank accounts and I never saw like a big transaction come out of the bank account and I was like I'm pretty sure he doesn't have any like that we don't share and I didn't think he'd have managed to get hold of a ring from somewhere. Yeah. But he did. And <laughs> yeah, he um we got engaged on the, I think it was like seventh or eighth day, Magic Kingdom, and it was about half past twelve at night. We had literally like I'd I'd had my nails done from the beginning of the holiday, but by like the eighth day, we were just shattered. Like the day that he chose to propose, I had gone out in like scruffy shorts and (laughs) vest (laughs) and we had been out since eight o'clock in the morning and it was half 12 we'd stayed out all day oh my gosh usually in the middle of the day we'd like do because we stayed on on site at disney and usually we'll go back to the hotel and we'd get changed and we'd go in the pool for a bit and then we'd come back out for dinner and we'd dress nice but we'd literally been out all day long it got to like half 12 at night and we was walking back and realized that we was going to miss the last bus back to our resort so I was like semi running I was sweaty there was I had no makeup <laughs> on my face because it all meant led off in like the Florida humidity and he was like oh, I think we should just go up to this train platform to just to look at the castle for the last time but by this point I was grumpy yeah. I was like we need to go back we've been out all day long I'm shattered and we're going to miss this last bus and have to get an Uber. So he was like, no, come on, like, let's just come up and have a look at the castle. So I was like in a boo-boo, like going up the stairs, like, really, we have to do this now. We've got a whole extra week of this holiday and you're making me do this now and <laughs> you're paying for the Uber. <laughs> <laughs> and then when we got up there, I could just tell he was a bit nervous. But still at that point, I was thinking, he doesn't have a ring. There's no way, like, I've unpacked his suitcase. There's nothing in the safe because the safe door was open at the hotel room. I'm thinking... I don't know and of course he did he did he He got down on one knee and asked me to marry him and then it was amazing it was like such a shock to the system like yeah it was an amazing and when we were up there there was like we were like the last people out of magic kingdom almost and there was a girl who was stood like down below because the the platform is like raised and you can kind of see like all down main street and the castle and there was a girl snapping on her phone and the pictures are so blurry, but I'm just so, and she ran up to the train platform and was like, I can send you these by email. I've just taken all these photos of you doing that. And which was so lovely because we have got some photos, yeah. although they are, you know, pretty blurry. Yeah. The ring didn't fit. <laughs> um, bless him. <laughs> so I literally squished it on my finger for a quick photo and then like pulled it off and he went straight back in the box until we got home. How has he even carried a ring round for like, I don't well, know, 16 hours or something? This is the like, I guess the like most shocking part of the story because <laughs> I had no idea that Aaron had a ring on him and Aaron, like he's never been engaged before and he's never bought like a, a ring or an expensive piece of jewellery. And I don't think he quite realised like <laughs> once you got it, what you kind of did with it until the proposal. <laughs> So we're like, like I said, like I I had unpacked his suitcase. I had like looked in the safe. There was no ring in there, nothing. And which is why I kind of convinced myself, look, this isn't happening and it will be perfect when it does, but it's not happening here. Like just have the best holiday. Yeah. I was like afterwards, you know, 
where where was the ring this whole time you know I didn't see it and you must have hidden it well and he was like well I knew it was expensive and I didn't want you to like I didn't want to leave it in the room really like just in case and I didn't want to lock it in the safe because you would know about it so he had taken it in the box on every single roller coaster it had been with him every second of every day until he decided to ask and we got engaged on on the eighth day of the holiday oh my god we'd been on like coasters like the incredible hulk which throws you upside down and he just kept it in his pocket (laughs) how how has he not lost that that is mad and then i had said to him has have you enjoyed it and he was like oh no i need to do that when we go (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if that ring had if that ring had flown out of his pocket, it would have been game over. Oh, I bet that's nuts. <laughs> did, so did so because it didn't happen like on the first couple of days. Did you think? Well, obviously, you thought maybe it's not going to happen. But I was thinking, oh, he's he's left it till half midnight because he's t- clearly taken the ring out that day and thought I need to do it today because I've had the ring all day. But if he's <laughs> taken the ring out every single day. <laughs> He said there was like so many times when he was like, I just need to do it. He said like the first day that we got to Magic Kingdom and we saw that guy get down on one knee and ask his like, you know, girlfriend to marry him straight away. And then he thought, I'm going to do it today. And that he was kept hyping himself up. And he ended up doing it at that time of night, literally because Disney is so busy and it's so full of people all of the time. Like it was probably the only opportunity that he'd got to do it in the park but for there to be like 10, 20 people around as opposed to like hundreds, thousands yeah. of people. Yeah. Oh, wow. So I bet you're on cloud nine then for the rest of the holiday. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It was just, it was so nice because we got to like celebrate them for the second week of the holiday. So it's like mm. perfect, you know. But yeah, the only thing like that was a bit sad was that the ring didn't fit. So I couldn't get like that many ring. I got like two ring picks and then it was off and back in the box. But oh. I rang the jewelers when I was on holiday and was like, can you make sure that you've got one ready? And we literally got off the plane at six in the morning and by like 12 midday, we were so jet lagged, but we were driving to Leeds to get it changed to get a new one. Oh, bless you. I bet you couldn't wait I just to like, wanted wear it. it. Yeah. Yeah, I just wanted it straight away to like show off. But yeah, it was just a little bit too small. <laughs> oh, yeah. At least you managed to like get sorted so fast though, getting back. Oh, yeah, definitely. Wedding planning then obviously commences, I guess, when you guys got home. Are you guys yeah. both Disney fanatics? We love Disney World, but in terms of the Disney films, like I've obviously watched them all, like I think most people have when they're younger, but I wasn't like major, major into like the Disney films and like our house is so minimalist. It's not like there's much Disney merch and stuff around the house, but we just absolutely loved it when we went to Disney because the only holidays that I'd ever been on before that was just like your typical lay by the side of the pool like catch the sun holidays yeah and there was just so much to do there and so many things for us to see and like new experiences to try we just absolutely loved it so, so when you so. get back are you like thinking we want a wedding at Disney yeah so funnily enough like I never I have never ever wanted like a, a wedding I literally mm. just wanted to get married and he asked me to um, marry him on like day seven or eight and I was looking I remember being sat on like the, the railway to Disney and looking at like local registry offices I guess I don't know what they're actually called officially I think called courthouses in America okay um 
I had found like a chapel that was $700 and you can literally get married like straight away in America. You don't need yeah. like the 28 day, you know, wait period that we do in the UK. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just more than happy to go and get married now. Like by well, the time literally I'm... while you're there. Yeah. Like, oh my God. The... By the time Aaron had asked me to marry him, I was just ready to do it. You know, I wanted to get yeah. married. I didn't I didn't want to, like, I wasn't so bothered for getting engaged. I just wanted to get married to Aaron. So we looked at places and he was like, let's at least, we can come back to Disney, like, no problem and just do it just us two. Because we'd always planned, if we were going to do it in Disney World, we'd always planned on doing it just us two because we knew that if we asked family to come over due to, like, elderly family or mm. people's finances, that there would be some family members missing and we wanted like an all or nothing kind of thing so he was like we'll go back following year just us two get married and that was like I didn't even think that whole week I didn't think anything more of it I just thought that is what we were going to do and then we came home and obviously kind of one one thing led to another and family was like so excited can't wait to get married and all of a sudden this like little Disney dream of just us two just kind of you know got diluted a little bit and yeah it was eventually Aaron that said I want to get married with friends and family around and obviously you know it's planning a wedding is like a joint decision and I would never have like denied him of having like his friends and family around so that's what we decided to do but obviously in light of the pandemic and everything that's happened like I think definitely we should have just done done it yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) oh bless oh that's mad isn't it I mean the fact that you even like considered doing it there and then is just mad I love it yeah I just knew like I've always been quite anxious and like overthink things a lot and I just knew like if I got myself into the whole kind of typical wedding planning that would probably find it really stressful and I have but it's been for obviously different reasons because of COVID but yeah so you obviously you guys got engaged in 2018 so you've got like almost like a when you initially planned to get married in September 2020 so when did you start like like thinking actually no we're getting married in the UK how did you start looking at venues or like where did you get your ideas from going forward now you've changed to getting married in the UK I pretty much like we both pretty much knew where we would get married if we got married like in the UK because it was pretty simple to be honest like I just knew that I wanted something simple I wanted somewhere that had like good food and we just wanted everyone to have a good time and wanted it to be like a pretty laid back affair so we had stayed at the fleece um for Aaron's 28th birthday the year before we got engaged and um we they had a wedding on at the time and we asked like oh can we have a little sneak peek at the wedding just to be nosy yeah um we just loved it so to be honest we didn't look around that many venues like I wasn't particularly because it was more like Aaron that had kind of made that final call and was getting married over here like the the details at first like didn't really fuss me I was like you know happy getting we went to look at I think we looked at four venues in total and I probably would have been happy getting married at any of them but because we'd seen the fleece the year before and we'd seen how it looked like set up for a wedding whereas Mm. the other venues we'd looked at and they were all just empty rooms right um we could kind of envision it more and we literally had the wedding booked I think three weeks after we got back from Disney once it didn't take us long to kind of pick somewhere once we decided that it was going to be over here yeah I mean how would you describe the venue 
I would say it's kind of, I don't know really. I mean, I guess a lot of the brides that I've seen on like Instagram have the most incredible wedding venues and there's halls and there's staircases and there's like all these grand, and it ours just feels like really Holy. every, yeah, like every single Sunday since me being probably 10, we've always had Sunday lunch as a family. So I've, I'm one of five and um, my mum, dad and all my siblings and their partners have always had Sunday dinner together. And it's like, we all always commit to it, you know, no matter what we're doing and we just love it. And yeah. I said to Aaron, like, I just want it to feel like a big version of Sunday dinners oh, I love um, that. at mum and dad. So I just want good food. I just want everyone having a laugh. Like we're literally, we've decided to play bingo at the wedding. So amazing. <laughs> <laughs> we were like we just want it to be a fun like really laid back like you know affair rather than a, a, a form formal kind of do yeah no I love that I love that and the way you're getting married the fle- is it the fleece in yeah fleece countryside in it is such a gorgeous like homely venue and it really will definitely give you that vibe yeah so once you've booked the venue what comes next we never really discussed a budget the budget what we've spent is like above and beyond what I ever thought I would spend on anything (laughs) but we didn't really understand like what we was getting ourselves into I guess so I think when we booked the venue I was like quite naive in thinking this has got everything like I don't need to do anything it's really nice venue I'll just keep the tables and chairs as they are like I didn't think wedding favorites were a thing like I just did not understand I guess Um, and I was like right you get all your food you get like arrival drinks canapes you know everybody's fed and watered for the day we just need like a cake and a dj or the dj came with a package actually and then it was only when we started like looking for suppliers and adding everything else in that we kind of realized like just how much it was going to cost yeah it's all the little things that tend to add up isn't it like once you like you said once you've got like the venue and the food and the drinks then yeah it's like cake photographer dj or band yeah and then yeah I think our venue the cost of the venue we were like pretty much this is everything included but by the time we'd added in like all of our suppliers I think our suppliers now total more than what the venue does the venue package does (laughs) yeah because I was like pretty much I was happy to be like a full-on DIY bride at first but then I kind of handle stressful situations okay but not the best and it was only when I started looking at how, just how much DIY there would be because I was like oh it's fine I'll like I used to own a baking business so I was like I'll just do the cake like I'll do the flowers yeah. I'll you know whatever but then when I actually looked into like how much there was to organize we pretty much booked suppliers for everything really so that- just to save the pressure yeah just so we're just doing like the smaller things I have designed our oh I had having this time but I'm going to design our invitations and then obviously the smaller things like the place cards and stuff we're doing but pretty much everything else we've paid somebody else to do and that's meant like obviously the cost has gone up and I took on like a second job last year to to pay it off but I think stress level wise it's helped especially with like COVID and everything not having all them extra things to think about and just Mm. being able to move suppliers and know they're still going to provide that service has been like a lifesaver for me. So let's talk about the suppliers that you booked before the beginning of 2020 so you said you got all the big things done. So yeah we've got a photographer videographer we booked 
some of these things like have changed throughout the two postponements because we got well I don't know if we got unlucky or lucky I've seen like brides on Instagram say that they managed to move their suppliers literally just pick them up and move them to each day and that's never happened for us really have you had to change quite a lot yeah so we've had three venue dresses um three musicians and two cake makers and it's pretty much the photographer and the videographer have been the only ones that we've been able to like save and everything else has changed wow that's mad isn't it because that'll feel like you're changing your wedding really won't it yeah I think the main thing for us was when moving I mean moving like postponing the wedding was it was pretty much like once we had decided that that's what we wanted to do it was like a race to the finish line to get everybody else in line with that day yeah um but yeah pretty much we lost most suppliers on the first change but we the fleece are such a popular venue that the first time we postponed we went for the last remaining Saturday in 2021 and then the second time that we postponed we we knew there were no more Saturdays so we had to go for a Friday wow that's mad isn't it so initially you'd planned for the 12th September 2020 yeah and then you've postponed to the 8th of May 2021 yeah, and then you've now postponed to your hopefully third time lucky day <laughs> of the tenth of December, twenty twenty one. Yeah, that must have been quite stressful, like postponing two weddings, and you're now on your third day. Yeah, I mean, it hasn't. It hasn't. Like I, yeah, it. Like I say, it was just like a race to the finish line to get everyone in line with new dates. I think the first time that we postponed, like we kind of knew. I guess what we've got now, which we've never had with the previous two dates before, is hopefully like some clarity of how things are going to be. But the last two times it was just like we had no idea what a day was going to look like and we just kind of made the best decision with the information that we had at the time. Mm -hmm. So it was stressful, but it was kind of in a way like expected and it was us taking that control back. Yeah, Because I think the hardest thing has been throughout all of this is just not having the control and on both times that we postponed like I just felt 10 times better for being back in control of our own wedding and you know the the second date didn't work out which was it was a shame like we really thought we were going to be okay for that day but I do feel really confident about December now you know we actually think it's going to happen whereas the other two we were like "Mm, we don't know do you think it sort of I was going to say like affected your wedding planning but even though you did get all those big things booked you've then like had to postpone and get the big things booked again and then postpone and get the big things booked again finding suppliers that was like you know right fit for us as well because a lot of the suppliers that we booked the first time around we booked through we went to like a wedding fair in Leeds and we found like the venue dresser there and we found like the cake maker there so we had the chance to like see how it was set up and then obviously throughout COVID like nothing was open so we had to literally just go from like people's social medias and whatnot and just recommendations from other people to try and find someone that kind of fit we what with what we wanted yeah do you think it was harder to do that or do you think yeah I guess so so it was it was harder I suppose to to make sure that they were 100% what we wanted. I mean, I must say, like, with most, apart from one, we have actually met all the suppliers and, like, the the second venue dresser that we booked, we actually met up with her and she brought, like, her portfolio and stuff. And it was in, like, that little period of time at the end of last year before everything shut and you weren't allowed to meet anyone again. Yeah. So, but, yeah, I mean, I guess in terms, like, the 
other side of it is that because a lot of the suppliers weren't working we found the responses to be like a lot quicker and yeah yeah a lot, so that was yeah, easier a lot more communication yeah it must have been very tough definitely how did you get on in all this time with you having bridesmaids and groomsmen yeah we're having both bridesmaids and groomsmen yeah how did you get on with like dress shopping, suit shopping, that sort of thing? Was that something that was booked before 2020 or was that something that you've had to do in the past year? I actually got my dress in September 2019. Like I was pretty prepared with my dress because I had an idea as to where I wanted to get it from. Yeah. And the shop, I knew that it was from looking at the socials, like I knew that it was around a six month lead time. So I knew that I needed to get in there early. Yeah. But Aaron, in terms of around suits, he's not got them yet. <laughs> so that's something else that needs sorting. Um, that is literally one job. I'm like, you sort the suits for you and your grooms. I'm like, I am not getting involved with that. <laughs> it's like three and a half months away. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. I do keep pestering on at him to get a date booked in. But yeah, I got um, my bridesmaids. I ordered them from, a Facebook supplier she's really well known and it's multi I've ordered the multi-way dresses oh yeah they were like made to measure so the in length and I think yeah I think it was just the length actually but the rest of it um essentially they can just they're really like flexible you know really kind of they kind of just suit everyone and all of them have tried them on now and they fit perfect so oh that's good I got pretty lucky with them I think the good thing about the multi-wear dresses is that you can do them so many different ways that it doesn't yeah. matter if you like gained or lost a few pounds in the yeah, last couple of years. Yeah, definitely. Because, you know, like some of my bridesmaids have been like, you know, what if we get pregnant? And like, it's fine, you know. I think that's why I always knew that I wanted them because they just seem so like easy, yeah, <laughs> stress-free. Definitely. So what have you got left to plan? As I just said, that you you guys are now three and a half months away to your third day, which is very exciting. <laughs> what have you got left to plan? Yeah, I mean, to be honest, we have spoke about this over the weekend, especially after having like the final venue meeting, because it's all smaller things now. We've got all the supplies booked. We've got all of the... Um, like we've got the venue booked and we've got things like the food choices and the table plans and things left to do we're like entering kind of a new territory I guess because the venue required the final balance at the four month mark so every time before we've always postponed at the four month mark right okay so we didn't have to like pay the balance off without knowing what was ahead yeah so we're at like three and a half months now and we're getting to do all the exciting things that we never kind of did before so we friday we literally had our pre-wedding photo shoot oh exciting how did that go really well but it was so windy was it we went to the peak district and it was honestly the windiest day so our photographer (laughs) has done an amazing job i literally put a photo up one of our photos up on instagram yesterday it looks amazing i did see it It looks the colors are so nice (laughs) yeah he's done an amazing job to say how windy it was like at one point we were just like these photos are not going to come out great my hair was wild Aaron couldn't even like hear anything because his ears had popped because it was so windy <laughs> <laughs> but it was good you know it's good I'm so glad that I did it as well because that was one of the things that we wasn't going to have and then with COVID because we postponed with the photographer he had like different charges for the following year okay. so we ended up kind of paying quite a lot more for him just because we'd moved years so I kind of like bartered with him and we ended up getting in like pre-wedding shoot thrown in and I'm so glad that we did now because I was like oh we don't need one of them but 
it was at first I found it pretty awkward and then he just eases into it so I I feel like a lot more confident now coming up to the wedding day yeah and it'll help you feel more comfortable about having pictures taken on the wedding day as well definitely and just kind of knowing what to do and where to look and (laughs) yeah definitely but yeah we um, have had our pre-wedding shoot with him and then a couple of weeks ago we went and tasted the cake which was amazing that was one of Aaron's favorite days I'm sure yeah (laughs) food food and bees is generally like the guy's favorite parts of wedding planning yeah definitely and then we had our menu tasting on Saturday so we've picked our menu now that was great Um, do you get to try everything when you go to the food testing yeah so we got really lucky actually included with our package we got to take four of the people with us and we took like my mum and dad and then we took Aaron's brother and sister-in-law and they turned up having had like a a light lunch before thinking that they was having like bite-sized tastings of things and it was a full three course meal (laughs) nice so we literally had start main dessert coffees we had a cocktail after it was amazing oh wow was there any sort of conflict in the tasting because do you all get a different main or how does it work yeah so we all had a couple of different mains I mean ultimately it was only ever down Taryn and I really to to pick we were pretty set on like we tried a few different desserts, but we were pretty certain that we were going to be having like sticky toffee pudding. <laughs> yeah. But um, in terms of the main, like I said, because it's sort of a country kind of pub, you know, posh pub, I like to say. Yeah, it is um, definitely up there in a posh pub category, definitely. Yeah. So it was just for the mains for everyone, we just picked a roast and some of us had chicken, some of our, some of us had beef and we, we all kind of tried each other. So we ended up going with the beef, but um yeah you can't go wrong with a roast I don't think with anyone definitely not (laughs) so what about the the last of the bits that you've got to do I know you said you met with the venue recently I'm guessing that you'll have to give them table names and so it was just kind of through like pick the food and then they're just asking us questions kind of on the table plan and um the order of the day they'd like figured out what times people would be come in and then go in and evening do's and and I yeah. guess what we need to probably do is speak with all the suppliers that we've picked because you know apart from the the photographer and the videographer we booked like years ago and we've been in contact with them but even the ones that we chose some of them we chose like last year and we've not been in contact for a year so I guess we need to just say refresh hi. over our plans yeah say hi go over what we've like booked and what we've picked and see if anything's changed because I think that's the thing about being engaged for a number of years I think it's not necessarily about being engaged because I've got friends that have been engaged for years and years and they're happy with that and they're not actively planning the wedding but when you're actively planning the wedding I guess like I've been a bride-to-be throughout 2018 19 20 now 21 trends like change you change your mind like Aaron always says to me that he thinks that part of the problem is there's just so much choice yeah that you can sometimes think that the things that you've picked are not what you want anymore or like I've changed my mind so many times on so many things I bet I mean it's hard isn't it like changing throughout a whole year and more you're bound to you are bound to change your opinion on things yeah I think as well like the fact that we had the original wedding booked for September which was like autumn then moved to in May which was spring we're yeah. now Christmas wedding <laughs> <laughs> we've changed like seasons we the only season that we've not really had is like summer <laughs> yeah 
I mean, your your venue does lend itself to winter, I think. Yeah, definitely. So we've had, I guess, like, I don't know if it's probably dramatic to say a drama, but the (laughs) the thing that kind of shocked me from this meeting that we had on Saturday was that I've got pretty lucky, actually, because the colour scheme that I picked is the bridesmaids are in dusky blue and then everything else we have picked, like, white and neutral because I don't have a white dress which is um, I was going to ask you about that but I didn't know if like Aaron knew anything about your dress so I didn't want to ask you too much but (laughs) I won't say the color but yeah it's not white so yeah we I've pretty much picked a color scheme that's fit within like every season you know whereas like your pinks and you know at one point I was going to go for coral and I'm so glad that I didn't because I don't think it would have fit like right in winter Oh, I don't know. It's quite a warm colour, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, maybe, I suppose. But I I'm think... so glad that I went with, like, a bluey because it's kind of fit in everything. Yeah, very magical. Is that bringing a bit of, like, Disney in there? Um, Yeah, so we've got a bit of Disney in there. I think people were expecting a lot more Disney from us than what we've gone for. I've kept everything, like, pretty neutral will go with everything but we're having like disney elements so we've hired a cocktail bar and the cocktails are all themed around the disney parks nice. and then like our table names are going to be the, our favorite disney rides and we're going to have a little bit about the ride on there or like a photo of us both on the ride oh nice but yeah the drama was that on the saturday on saturday i was speaking to our venue coordinator and i was telling her about our color scheme and then all of a sudden like i just thought to myself oh I'll best ask about the Christmas trees. So I basically said, the Christmas trees, what colour are they? Like, what colour do you decorate them? Yeah. And she was like, oh, they're red. So I was like, oh, red does not go with anything (laughs) that I have booked. So I was like, can you move them? Nope. Can you, like, redecorate them? Can I redecorate them? Nope. There's absolutely nothing that can be done about these trees because they take ages to set up. They're in, like, every corner of the room. And that's just that. And I think it's <laughs> probably just a reminder to, to myself that, you know, no matter how much you plan, every last detail, sometimes things just do not go how you think they're going to do in your head and you just work with it. And I know that it won't spoil the day, you know, in my head at the time, I was like, oh, these trees are going to spoil everything. But I know on the day that I probably won't even notice them. No, I mean, Christmas trees are just quite magical anyway, aren't they? And especially yeah. with like lights on and things like that, you rarely even <laughs> see like what color they predominantly are yeah i bet it feels so magical you guys getting married in christmas time now yeah so we were when we was originally picking the september 2020 date we were offered a christmas day and we contemplated it because it's literally our favorite time of year like we love it but yeah we we decided on september just to give ourselves a little bit more time to save up i think yeah i've got a good feeling about this day it's my granddad's birthday oh so he's pretty thrilled about that, bless him, because he doesn't usually do much. And now he's got a wedding to go oh, to. Oh, bless. <laughs> He'll be loving that, won't he? <laughs> and um, yeah, it just all seems to fit pretty well. Like the blue ties into the Christmas. We absolutely love Christmas. And we didn't realise as well, but the song that we've picked for, for me walking down the aisle and for our first dance songs are both from Christmas adverts. So it was like, it's a sign. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. And we've Again. had these songs years and years. So I'm, th- I'm thinking that this this was always supposed to be our date. Yeah, Christmas. Oh, amazing. So what, um, looking forward now, three and a half months. I mean, how are you feeling, first of all? Yeah, okay. I feel like after the, the weekend's like venue meeting, I think I need to crack on and stop ignoring it. I think 
as like a bride that's been planning during COVID, I know that other brides have done this as well, but I've like had a tendency to kind of ignore it and just yeah. hope that it creeps up and it's going to be here. But now I am at the point where I know that I need to start doing bits of things because otherwise I think I'm going to leave myself to a couple of weeks before and then be thinking, oh, I could have done that if I'd have planned earlier in advance. So mm. I think now's the time to like restart actually doing stuff. But apart from that, like I feel pretty excited and we're just so ready, so ready yeah. for it to happen. Yeah, I bet. What do you think you're most looking forward to about the day itself? Honestly, I think probably one of like the, I think for both of us as well, because I know this is something sort of big for our is just having all of our like loved ones in the room at the same time I think because mm. of like kind of strained family relationships it will never happen like this again so I think that's something that we're looking forward to yeah definitely and just being able to get married and move on to the next stage of our lives as well like there's so many places that we want to travel we want to move house we want to start a family like there's so many things that we want to do together we're just ready to kind of move on to that next part now yeah definitely especially when you've been waiting so long to get married as well yeah especially when you were thinking about getting married the same week that you maybe got proposed to I know yeah (laughs) awesome well I can't wait to see your dress I have to say it sounds like it's going to be very magical (laughs) yeah I can't wait I've got my final dress appointment in uh, well actually I don't know if it's final dress appointment but I've got my dress alterations in two weeks so yeah I'll definitely feel real putting that on because I have not had that on for two years wow <laughs> have you forgot what it looks like or <laughs> literally I've got the photos on my phone from two years ago but like since then like I've been working really hard on like losing weight and getting more into fitness so I've lost over three stones since wow. I got the dress <laughs> that's amazing so I know that it's going to need some alterations but I feel like it could look completely different on my yeah. body type but yeah it's definitely what I wanted so I, I don't think I'm gonna go off it <laughs> no oh my gosh that's amazing yeah well thank you so much Jess for sharing your story with me today it's been awesome chatting You're welcome. with you thank you so much for having me you're welcome I can't wait to see the pictures <laughs> this Christmas but I hope the rest of your planning goes really well thank you thank you so much for listening I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and please don't forget to rate review and subscribe to help this podcast grow